You want me I'm in this thing You know what I'm saying Ripping at that That feeling podcast You already know You know what I'm saying I'm in here Special guest Man I got my son in here Bro we about to get into this This lo-fi situation You know what I'm saying I just dropped uh, The lo-fi album Tim Mill Tony Built from lo-fi You know what I mean So we, we gonna get in, into Kind of like My origin story You know what I'm saying And, and that's all due to my son Tone, like he put me on the lo-fi, introduced me to it, and uh, basically kind of set the stage for how I address it and, and how I approach it. So we we, we kind of went into some background, all the other good shit, and of course your boy in here sipping, feeling nice. So while I go ahead and get my sip on, I'm gonna let Tone introduce himself. Go ahead, bro. All right, what's up? I'm Tone, obviously. <laughs> you know, same name as my dad, because that's how he named me. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I'm the guy for the lo-fi, you feel me? Mm. Really? That's how you feel? <laughs> yeah. Okay, then, well, shit, I ain't mad at you. You know what I'm saying? We gonna go ahead and then uh, kind of let you go ahead and get into your vibe, you know what I mean? You can kind of give us some background, how, how you even got into lo-fi. Yeah. G- g- give me that whole shit. Let's, let's get into it. <clears throat> All right, so first things first, I remember, who was I? So... I think this was around, like, at school. This was about, like, 6th grade, maybe 7th grade. No, yeah, definitely 7th grade. So, in 7th grade, I was walking past, like, these theater kids, and they were talking about Willy Wonka and talking about, like, uh, like how nice they like like the movie and stuff. They talk about the music. And so I was, like, listening to them talk about it, and as like, I walked past them, they, like, sung this song, and it sounded, like, really familiar to me. And I was trying to, like, figure out what it was from, and... Uh, all I remember was the word imagination. That was like the word that like came to me. So I went home after like replaying this word and like this piece of the song in my head. I went over to my computer at home or whatever, and uh, on YouTube, I, t- I all I did was type in was like Willy Wonka imagination, just like some real basic stuff. Uh-huh. And I tried to like find the song, and of course, eventually I found it. You know, it wasn't that difficult. It's pretty popular song. And uh, right. I think it's actually song, a really good song. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's actually really itself, good. I'm saying, yeah. yeah, like without just the Willy Wonka, like it's yeah. just a good song. It's just overall. a good ass song. Yeah. So I was mind y'all, I ain't never heard the story before. So y'all getting it? I'm getting it real time. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So I I remember playing the song like over and over again, and I tried to like find other versions of it because I think this was like back when I was like first getting into wanting to make music. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for beats for it. So I think I came across like another cover of it of, of the actual song, okay. and uh, like I, rem- I remember like listening to like a few different covers. And by, by the way, the main reason I got into lo-fi is YouTube's recommended page. That is the main reason I even found out about lo-fi. I, like, Which is all fucked up now, though. Yeah, like, I mean it's it's all over the place. Is there even a recommended page anymore? I mean there is, but like it's. 
it, like you watch one video and it, yeah. fit, it, it messes with it. it fucks so. your whole shit up. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, yeah. So, so, so YouTube, y'all had some good shit going. <laughs> the shit was too fucking. Good. And that's people for you, bro. She be too good. The motherfuckers gotta fuck it up, bro. We was, we was cooking, nigga. I, I know. Just in my time with YouTube, I found all kind of shit that I never would have even known to get into. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, so now you saying. If it wasn't for the recommended page, this lo-fi shit might be... I mean, you, you heard the one joint, mm-hmm. but without the recommended page, what, what, what are we saying? I mean, it would have it would have either taken me forever to find what I was looking for, mm-hmm. and I probably wouldn't have heard what I have already heard, mm-hmm. especially at this point. Mm-hmm. And there's a good chance I would have never really found out about it. I mean, lo-fi is a lot bigger now than it was before. This is a fact. But... Um, it would have taken me a lot longer. Like I probably would have been behind the curve instead of in front of it. Ah, uh, okay. So, so yeah. Um, I found out about this one. There was this one uh cover that I heard. I think it was like a. It was more like a anime cover. It had like an anime video or whatever with it. And I was like interested because I was like into anime at the time. So, <laughs> are you trying to say you're not into anime anymore? No, no, no. Like, exactly. No, like when I when I first got into it, <laughs> when, I, when I first got into the anime. Right. So, um, I think it was called Amory. It started with like an O, O M O or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I come across that. That was the first cover that I really liked of okay. Pure Imagination, or whatever. Mm. And <clears throat> it was like I played it over and over again. Oh, I was we say a lo-fi cover. Well, yeah, it, or it was just a general cover. Like what it was, was just like a general cover, okay. but it was it was more closer to lo-fi than any of the other covers. Okay. Um, and I kept on like replaying it because the video was great and the like just the way it sounded and the, the dude's voice over it. It was by far the best cover. It might even better than the original. I'm not completely sure. Original is great, but I mean th- this is this is definitely up there. So after listening to this so many times, so many days of listening to this, just this one song, mm-hmm. uh, I eventually look at my recommended page, like the, the tab right next to it, yeah. while I'm listening to the song. So I come across some other stuff. I think it said like uh, it was like some some other account that had like actual lo-fi on it. Okay. But I didn't know what lo-fi was. I just I thought it was it looked cool because you know how like on anime accounts or I mean uh lo-fi accounts how they have anime pictures for their like all their thumbnails and stuff so because i was into anime Mm -hmm. and i was interested in like the pictures and i was like oh what's that Mm -hmm. and i also was interested in anything else that sounded like what i was listening to Mm -hmm. already so Mm -hmm. the recommended page was super helpful in that regard so i came across uh kudasai kudasai i think was the first one Mm -hmm. that i listened to and it was this song called the girl i haven't met Mm. It was. I I don't really know how to explain how it made me feel initially. Try. So, Try. All right. Because because I, I think I think this is a key point with lo-fi. I think I think I think lo-fi for as uh, as chill as it is, it evokes a mood like it oh, kind of yeah. grabs you. Yeah. And forces a feeling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It definitely gives you a nostalgic feeling of something you've never mm. felt before. A nostalgic feeling of something you never <laughs> felt before. Damn, bro. Like, like that's the, either... the main thing I feel from Lo-Fi is nostalgia for some shit you never felt before. Exactly. Yeah. Like the song is literally called "The Girl I Haven't Met." Yeah. And I haven't met her, but I feel it. So okay, so talk about it. Like... All right. So this song, which is at the end of the uh, album that we're playing right now, okay, in the background. Um, 
this song is it's very laid back and I, I guess I guess everything that had to do with the video itself, not just the song, kind of mm-hmm. went with it. So there's a, there's like a like a video playing in the background, but it's like a, it's like a really small loop. Okay. And it's just uh it's just like the picture of an anime character in the back, and mm-hmm. they're just like they're like flying through the city or whatever. Like you see like the city skyline moving past them. I guess they're like on top of a car. Okay. And you see them look up every single time, and it's just, it's just like it's like a really nice video to like watch. Okay. Um, and it's like it has it's like a. Like and then it has like the uh, Kudasai symbol in the middle, or whatever. And it was just, it was just interesting. It's something I've never seen before. So as I'm listening to the song, I'm like looking at this, and I notice the title, and I'm like thinking about what the title means while I'm listening to the song, and how it has to do with the the actual lyrics, or I mean, like just the beat in the, in the just together. Mm-hmm. And I, I I don't know, like so. I guess the best way to explain it is the title evokes that emotion Mm -hmm. evokes the emotion of i still haven't found the right one i guess that's probably the best way to explain it. so you well see i find that interesting that that, that that's the vibe you got because that's not the title the title is the girl i never met it ain't the one it ain't the one for me it ain't the one i love you see what i'm saying yeah but that somehow for you it turned into this thing right like it's like the girl I never met, and then for you, you maybe added on the girl I never met that I'll love, the girl that I, I never met that I'll be with, the girl that I never met that'll make me feel something, mm-hmm. that'll make me feel everything, right? And I'm kind of adding my own shit to it because that's what lo-fi do for me too. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, it's yeah, it it, it, it gives. Uh, it's crazy because a lot of times with lo-fi, like there are no words, but it gives for me. As a, because I'm big on lyrics and, and and words and all that. When I listen to lo-fi, it gives words to emotions, even though there are no words to the music. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like you kind of just fill it with your own space, which is what you makes fill it, it with your own space. so yeah. powerful. Yeah. Is because it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like you reading a book instead of watching the movie about the mm. book. Because in the movie, it gives you all the information, like you right. know what everyone it looks gives like. You the image exactly. And you know what everyone sounds like and everything yeah. like that. But when you read the book, you come up with your own pictures. You so I think it's the difference between why lo-fi is mm-hmm. so good rather than if people always rapped over it or mm-hmm. always sung over it and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. if they added their own take to it, it would be theirs. And you could still add your stuff, like your own experiences to whatever the song may be. But it's easier when it's just the beat because it's just the beat. And thankfully, lo-fi in comparison to like a normal trap beat mm-hmm. or a boom bap beat or whatever, just any like other normal rap beat would be like 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 lo-fi it already has its own emotion in it Mm -hmm. and those other beats they don't really have emotion like you you add your own like uh you add your own lyrics to it so whatever you say is the emotion of the song whatever it may be but lo-fi again has like because of the instruments they use and the way that they distort the instruments and stuff like that Mm -hmm. it just makes it its own feeling i guess and then you just add whatever it is that you're feeling to it and it's just a bigger void that you feel instead instead of it just being uh feel like filled by whatever the songwriter may have in mind for it okay so because uh, because i, 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 I kind of want to be detailed in how we go about your process mm-hmm. so you got the recommended joint it it, it it brings you to at the time you don't know that it's lo-fi yeah but it's anime thumbnails yeah so that, that was like the the staple between all of the stuff that i watched so it was 
anime thumbnails. It had an interesting title, mm-hmm. and it just had like the uh, the yes. name of the artist right next to the it. The titles are very dope. Like, yes. like I, I like I'm not even because I got titles of like my favorite uh, YouTube lo-fi playlist. I'm not even gonna put them shits out there. I don't want y'all hopping on my bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Fuck out of here. Go find that shit for yourself. But but the titles are very interesting. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So. But again, you at, at this time you see it, you don't know that it's lo-fi. Yeah, I so just you, I just thought I stumbled across a certain artist. Okay, I didn't I didn't even know other people made something like this. Gotcha. And I didn't know what it was called. So mm-hmm. from here, I looked at the account that had like um that had made this. Obviously, I knew that the artist was Kudasai, mm-hmm. which also I think is Japanese for love okay. or care or something like that. Okay, I'm not completely sure. Um, but I had looked up that artist mm-hmm. name but i originally had gone to the account that had uploaded it okay. which is uh called ikigai or okay. something like that i think it's ikigai but basically their entire channel they're probably one of the biggest channels besides like maybe like ambition or something like that that uploads like daily lo-fi from mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different artists from so even uh like chill cow that's not well Ch- chilled cow is more like uh more like live streams. I'm talking about like actual videos where oh. they have, like they just upload one video yeah. for a song okay. instead of like mixes or anything. Okay, I got you. So yeah, and their stuff is very original. Like mm-hmm. with the like with the pictures they find, and they work with like other people to like find pictures, and then they have people come with them with with the music. So okay. it's very it's like a community almost. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that's great about LoFi is because it's so laid back, mm-hmm. and there's like full communities that like will help you find what you're looking for, the type of LoFi you're mm-hmm. looking for. Mm-hmm. And uh, like what the lo-fi, kind of, I, I, like let me could real quick like like the lo-fi community I found and it's it's, it's one of the reasons it's one of my favorite genres of music um, is that like in, in this and, and I hope it don't ever change I assume with popularity it will everything does with popularity yeah but right now it's a very um, supportive group yes you know what I'm saying yeah like. Because um, a lot of people listen to this kind of music when they're like studying or mm-hmm. whatever, and then you have some people who like are depressed or in like a bad space, and I see it on like the um like like the YouTube ch- the YouTube channels, and people are very encouraging. They're very uh you know um cooperative and honest. Yes, yo, like and and, and it's a community, and they all trying to edify each other. So like if somebody says, yeah, I'm, I'm listening to this channel studying for a test, you get like twenty. Uh, responses to that saying, "Oh, you're gonna kill it. You're gonna ace the test. You're gonna, yeah. Like it's 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 that kind of energy, which is crazy to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a very low opinion of people in general. You know what I'm saying? I think we share that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it was interesting to see. And then this is a lot of young people because people my age don't even know what the fuck lo-fi is. Oh yeah, like it's literally only like teens making yeah. this, and it's pretty easy to make too. Like if you'd want to make something." Like normal, it's mm-hmm. not even difficult. Like mm-hmm. you still need the equipment, but as long as you, I mean, most of the time you don't even need to play an instrument. Like mm-hmm. it, it'll sound better if you have like the authentic sound. Of course. But um, you can literally just look up guitar sounds and piano sounds and stuff like that, and then just distort just it, it in it a way to make it sound like it's off of like a vinyl or something yeah. to make it have that. Which I find that interesting, like that that your generation really loves that vinyl. Kind of oh yeah, it's like, it's like the crackling. Yeah, like, what, like, the, like what is it about that? Um, I don't know. Like it, it still sounds nostalgic, and it sounds so. So so if uh, so if 
it feels nostalgic. It feels like something like like a like a memory. It feels like, yeah, a, like a past something life long. in a way. Boom, you cover. Okay, so okay. I I guess you could explain oh, it. Like, it's one of my favorite beats. Oh, I love. Yeah, th- this, this is beat. this is um the, the girl, girl I haven't met. met. Yeah, this is the first oh, lo-fi bro. I ever. I know it's crazy. Dog, this shit is. This is the first one. It was so powerful. Ooh, it's so good. It's so good. And I've heard this. It's actually on a, um, a few of my favorite um, like lo-fi mixes, I guess, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But, ah, oh, nigga, that shit is so. Yeah. Damn, Tony, you got excellent taste. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Like, what a, what a, damn, dude, this one. Yeah, it do. It make you feel away, bro. Like. It does. Alright, um, so go ahead, finish your thought. Alright, um, what was I? I was talking about something or another. Fuck, I forgot. So we, we, I don't, I forgot. Like, bro, that shit, when I heard it, I was like, <laughs> I know, I used to shoot the tracks. <laughs> it threw me off. Like, ooh, this shit crazy. Um, Alright, I'll just pick up where I was uh, at with the lo-fi or whatever. Mm-hmm. Alright, so... Once I I listened to the first song from Who Decide This Song, mm-hmm. um, I went to the account. I looked for some other stuff. Um, this was a while ago. This was again when I was in seventh grade. Okay. And I'm in tenth grade now. So um, I was listening to like just a few other things, mainly Kudasai, because I already knew about Kudasai. Yeah. So I just listened to whatever had Kudasai's name mm-hmm. on it. And of course, I loved all of them because I think Kudasai is probably my favorite lo-fi artist. Okay. Um, but I also found out about a lot of other people. Um, Kudasai is still like in, in my opinion the best but um, there's like a lot of different other ones like there's Mochi um, Sad Boy with a Laptop which actually makes really good beats mm-hmm. um, there's also Eerie Eerie makes some really good ones um, and then most most of them were just parts of parts of like mixes and stuff mm-hmm. so I didn't really find their names unless right. I decided to like go out but because of the fact that there were so many, mm-hmm. I usually didn't like just go look. I just like listen to the mix or whatever. Yeah, me too. I did um, the same. Yeah, so I don't remember exactly how I found out what it was called. I mm-hmm. think I had like just looked up like the the reoccurring theme that was in a lot of the lo-fi, which was like the vinyl cracking or um, like that certain instrument that like guitar distortion yeah. that they do. Mm-hmm. I think I had just looked up whatever that was called. Or maybe maybe it was in my recommended tab because I know that there's a video I watched that was called um, "How to Make Lo-Fi," mm-hmm. um, and like a, it was like a like a really easy tutorial that yeah. like literally anyone could do, and there was like a parody of it that was like really funny that was talking about uh, how it's basically just they just take um, it's kind of like a sampling they just mm-hmm. sample like popular songs or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and then like they put piano under it. And they crackle it, and then you're done. And you're and, done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's really. I mean, yeah. if you want to make something normal, that's really all you need. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's so easy that SoundCloud is full of it. SoundCloud mm. is absolutely full of lo-fi, and lo-fi is really popular on Spotify too. That they have multiple playlists just for lo-fi stuff like that. But you say that, but you you do understand that like like lo-fi has not yet cracked the mainstream consciousness. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and I already know that because a lot of artists don't do anything with it. So like, how do you feel about lo-fi that got lyrics on it? Or do you? Well, let me ask you. I guess you that. Like, like, let me ask you that. What 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 type of lo-fi do you prefer? Do you prefer lyrics that's just um. Lo-fi, that's just instrumentation. Yeah, yeah, forgive me for my talking. I've been drinking. <laughs> you already know how I do. Fuck you on me. Yeah, why am I apologizing, nigga? Fuck you on me. Um, <laughs> um, do you prefer lo-fi that's just the music, or do you prefer lyrics? And 
Go for me. I'll let you. Uh, All right. So I would say it depends on the mood, obviously, because mm-hmm. every lo-fi song is not made like the other. Mm-hmm. So they all evoke a different emotion. Mm-hmm. Usually, all of the lo-fi songs that I've heard that actually had lyrics under them mm-hmm. or on top of them um, were usually like really sad. So like mm-hmm. I, I hardly hear ones that are like up. And right. like happy in a way, right. mostly because I don't like listening to the beats, yeah. so I'm not gonna like the songs because right. they just complement it too well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably would most likely just pick beats because, again, with the beats, I can do whatever I want on the beats, mm-hmm. and then from there, I could probably make my own songs that I know I'm gonna like because it's my song. Um, so okay. I would probably like beats more. So for you, it's it's about being able to get your shit off. Like yeah. it's about. Lo-fi puts you in the mood, puts you in the space, puts you in the mind frame, and then because it's just an instrumental or a beat, you can speak to it to whatever your mind frame is. Yeah, like it's it's just more. uh, It's easier to listen to no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm working, even if I'm talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if there's no lyrics in it, Mm -hmm. I can talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. I could read. I could study. Whatever. It's a lot easier. Yeah. Um, obviously, if it has lyrics in it, especially because a lot of people like put like really nice lyrics in mm-hmm. lo-fi because it's easier to hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So you gotta sound, you gotta kind of sound nice when yeah. you're doing it. Um, when you say nice, you mean nice like 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 you like very like, yeah or? skillful, like okay. very lyrical, and okay. you're saying a lot, and it's just like really powerful what you say. Okay. So it's it's harder to tune that out than mm-hmm. if I'm listening to you know like just a normal trap song yeah. or something. You know? Oh, okay, okay, that's what you're saying. Um, so then, so let me ask you, when I told you, and I want you to be honest, when I told you I'm going to do, I'm going to rap over lo-fi, because it was a process for me to even get to the point that I was going to do a lo-fi project. Yeah. I didn't start there. Um, but, I, and I can't remember the conversations that we had, but whenever it became clear to you that I was going to do a lo-fi quote-unquote album, what was your vibe to that? So at the time, I had just gotten off of Seventeen, which was X X's album, mm-hmm. and X had Shiloh, mm-hmm. which I'll definitely talk about Shiloh. Shiloh is oh, you got to talk I'm, about of Shiloh. I, of course, I'm gonna talk about Shiloh. Fuck yeah, I think because I, I would say Shiloh probably is the genesis of Lo-Fi. Yeah, Shiloh is what got you into Lo-Fi. It's definitely remember, what got me yeah, into Lo-Fi. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in a sec. Okay, so cool. when you came to me, I was very interested to see what you would do with it because uh-huh. I know how much you liked it at yes. the time. And uh, how much you were just, you just wanted to like, like it just felt like you had a lot of creative energy and you wanted to see what you could do with this. Like it it just felt like you were ecstatic to write over this. So I was interested to see what you have. Okay. Um, so like, so for y'all that don't know, like, um, I mean, I'm sure Tony's listened to the, uh, the Tim Mill Tony Built From Lo-Fi album, but the majority of it, if not all of it, he's heard kind of in its creative stages while I was demoing it. I would pull him in the room like, hey, okay, this is what I did and I need you to listen to it. I need to catch a vibe. You know what I'm saying? Um, So overall, like, um, I won't put you on the spot and do favorite songs or nothing like that, even though he does have faith. But I I want you to kind of talk about what it felt like for you hearing what I was doing over it. Um, 
it was probably most inspiring because I have a very tough time. I would love to rap over lo-fi beats, mm-hmm. but because there's so many things I can say, I never figure out what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then when I do start pause, writing over pause. it, pause, you gotta pause, bro. You can't keep saying this dope shit <laughs> and then just keep moving past it. It's, it's, I got so many things I want to say, I can never figure out what to say. That's crazy. Thank That's you. crazy. At least I can talk. <laughs> At least I can talk. <laughs> Go ahead and finish your thought. Alright, so I would uh I would like come across lo-fi beats and I would want to rap over them. Mm-hmm. And then I would never really come up with what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And when I did kind of write something, mm-hmm. it would kind of be all over the place. I never stuck with it. It was easier to rap over a trap beat. It was easier to rap over something that's more traditional. Can, uh, oh, can we sit there for a second and explain that? Like, why is it easier? Like, what's easier about it? Um, because they're, they have a pattern, an mm-hmm. uh, obvious pattern, and they don't have life to them already. I guess that's the, that's the easiest because oh. when you hear a lo-fi beat, oh, lo-fi beats definitely got life. Yeah, like, like you, that you hear is, something already. Yeah, so it, you got to yeah, complement it without you. Yeah, the track that, that is that is perfect. It can exist without you. Yeah. You don't have to be on it. Yeah. you can literally just make an album of it. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> obviously, you can make an album of it without you on it. But but, but you don't feel like that about trap beats. So trap yeah. beats, you feel like need somebody on it. Yeah, because I can't just sit down and listen to trap beats if I'm like. Mm. If I'm just like as banging as they be, and they be banging yeah. like a motherfucker. I love trap beats. I, I, spe- I would say especially the ones that are super hard because, mm-hmm. like, you have to have somebody on top of them. Mm-hmm. They can't just be alone, right? Because they're hard, but it's like but alone. you need somebody saying hard yeah. shit on top of it. Yeah, it kind of solidifies it. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So, so, so dope trap beats sound like a, um, a springboard or like a launch pad that will allow the artist to kind of get their shit off. Yeah. Where lo-fi, 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 is, lo-fi is content. It's yeah. already at its spot. Lo-fi the fine bitch that don't really need your ass, nigga, because you're broke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, 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 lo-fi, like you said, it exists without you. Like, the shit will jam, period. Yeah. Like, you, you gotta prove yourself, in a way. So then, so then, because, I, I, and I thoroughly agree, which it actually makes me kind of tentative with my low file. My I, I can't lie. Like the beats that I chose to rap over, like it's like fuck, nigga, dude. The beat sound better without me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of the vibe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, I think a lot of artists, when if they decide to start rapping on lo-fi, might come across that mm-hmm. because the lo-fi beats—that's what they're made for. They're made to be played by themselves. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think. Um, if you if you if you if you're the kind of artist or person that got something to say, if you really genuinely got something to say, Lo-Fi is the perfect platform to say whatever it is that you got to get out. I think I think Lo-Fi is the soundtrack to the human condition. You know what I'm saying? Like trap beats is a good time. You yeah. don't know what I'm talking about. I could be talking about bad shit. You know what I'm saying? But it bump and it whatever. But like like Lo-Fi, Lo-Fi. Is is, is 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 the shit that I imagine is playing while people are watching me live life because I think my life is a movie, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's that too. So I find that interesting that I would feel that, and then you would feel that. Mm-hmm. As you know, what I'm saying we we in complete two completely different generations of life. 
grew up on different genres of music, but yet find that common ground in lo-fi. And, and, and as much as I want to say that that's us, you know what I'm saying? I think it may just be the music, even in the fact that, that it's so easy to make. You know what I'm saying? Like, why should it ha- why should it have to be complicated? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you still got to pick the instrumentation. You still got to pick the sample. Yeah. You still got to pick the drum kit. And all lo-fi and creative equal. I've heard lo-fi not that, that I thought was bad, but that I was just okay. It didn't strike me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So what do you think about that? Um, I, I would say I have yet, well, except for because of the fact that lo- lo-fi is so easy to make mm-hmm. and so many people can make it. I have, of course, come across ones that are completely offbeat, uh, and that so is not even good. Yeah, like not at all. Like it start, <laughs> it might start, <laughs> it might start off nice, mm-hmm. and they'll put like the uh, one thing. Oh, one thing I always hate about certain lo-fi songs. Mm-hmm. Like originally, I liked it because it sounded good at, originally, but mm-hmm. over time, it's just it's like a staple for people who just got into lo-fi. It's putting a sample of like a movie of like a quote in the okay. in, like in front of your uh, song. Where it's, it has it has nothing to do with the, the music. The music itself. It's just a, it'll be like Robin Williams saying something from one of his movies, <laughs> and he'll just be like saying something, and then you know he'll like say something crazy, and then the beat comes in. It's, it's like it's it's just unrelated. Right. It's and, like what's the uh, point? It's unnecessary completely. Um, okay, hold on. Hold thought. I gotta go refill my glass, and I'm going to the bathroom. We gonna punch right back. I hate you talking. So anyway, we right back. I know I feel like. That was real quick. Took a few minutes, but because I, I didn't, I don't forgot what we were talking. So we, we don't get into the shy little part of the of the segment, which I think is is mandatory. Yes. Um, you cannot talk lo-fi. I think without discussing Shiloh, and and then the whole thing surrounding Shiloh is so epically mysterious. Yes. That it's you know like the ultimate story. It's the ultimate. Let's go. All right. So, I don't know how many people out there know about Shiloh Dynasty. That's the full name. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shiloh is basically what I would consider the founder of lo-fi. Mm. Maybe not the entire genre itself, but a huge part of yes. the community behind it. I would say the, the, the pioneer, even mm-hmm. though they may not have known yeah. that's what they was doing. But yeah. So, how did I find out about Shiloh? Um, I think I heard Shiloh in a mix. Yeah, yeah. So I was listening to a mix from another YouTuber or whatever, mm-hmm. and I heard this voice or whatever. It was like a really interesting voice, mm. and I had to go figure out who this was. So I went down into the track list, and the track list had the name of a artist, but it wasn't actually Shiloh. It was like someone else who did a, a like a remix of like one of their songs or whatever. So I went to that artist. I figured out what their song was, and... Um, I, fit, I, like, I listened to like, some other, other songs and found out that that wasn't the person I was looking for. Okay. So I kept on scouring YouTube, figuring out who this person was, and eventually came across Shiloh. Someone had their song, and it said featuring Shiloh. And I was like, Shiloh, Shiloh, that has to be it. So I looked up Shiloh Dynasty, um, and I eventually found the person. So um, at this time, I didn't know anything about this person. I just thought they made lo-fi, and people just really liked it, like mm-hmm. I did, and just mm-hmm. made a lot of you know extra remixes and... Uh, other like music that had to do with it um, and they just like sampled the music from them mm-hmm. so I had heard there was like a makeshift album from I think it was a artist by the name Sugo mm-hmm. 
and they had made their own album of like all these beats that they had made just from sampling Shiloh. Shiloh yeah. So it was like every song was a different sample, all from Shiloh though. So I still had yet to find what the original stuff was. Mm-hmm. I thought there was like these original songs, but they were just somewhere and I just hadn't found them. Right. Because I was on YouTube this entire time. So I was like, maybe I'll go find it on SoundCloud or Spotify or something like that. So I went into Spotify, I think it was. And again, I ran into the problem of just a whole bunch of people making music with Shiloh, but nothing with just Shiloh. Right, the original. Yeah. So <clears throat> I went to SoundCloud, still nothing. It was just a whole bunch of... Uh, it was actually a lot more on SoundCloud, but it was still just people making their own beats with mm-hmm. Shiloh. So one day I come across another video on YouTube in my recommended page, of course. Mm-hmm. This, uh, when, rec- 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 when recommended pages was still dope. Motherfuckers, yo. Go yeah. Ahead. Um, so it was a, it says something about what happened to Shiloh. I think it was the name of the, t- uh, mm. the, uh, the video. I think uh, it was also by Pigeons and Planes. It was mm-hmm. like this YouTube newscaster uh, channel or whatever. Um, but yeah, it, it was basically talking about what happened to Shiloh Dynasty, and mm-hmm. I was like, because this is my recommended, I already knew about the Shiloh that it was talking about, so I was just interested, so I watched the video, and basically they talk about how it's an amalgamation of videos from Vine, when Vine was still around, yes. and then, um, I guess they had first uploaded videos to Vine, mm-hmm. and then when Vine kind of died out, they uploaded those videos up to Instagram, mm-hmm. and uploaded more videos to Instagram. I think they also have a Twitter, but there's mm-hmm. like there's another account that's like almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. So it's it's difficult to figure out which account is the which original. Is real, yeah. So I don't use Twitter. Um, the fuck Twitter. Yeah, I just I just go to Instagram to like when I originally found the um, actual snippets, like the yeah. original snippets. Yeah. So this person I think started like uploading stuff back in like 2011, I think. Okay. Um. So this is like really old stuff. Mm-hmm. And these are all just snippets. Like none of them are full songs. They're all literally just snippets. Yeah. And um, for what, <clears throat> what what we can all agree on is they're probably not from other people's songs, except for like one. One of them is a cover of like one of Drake's songs. Um, but every, every other song is like uh, every other snippet is something that we've never heard before, and we can't seem to find out like where the actual songs came from. But one thing that makes them so good is the voice. The voice of Shiloh yeah. is unmatched. Just unmatched, yo. Like I and like not even so let's talk about it right because I I think well can you agree with me that we're not saying that this is the best singing voice we've heard yeah I can't I can't agree with that you can't you can't or can't oh, no I can't agree with that okay yeah but so then it's something else with the voice yeah there, there's there's definitely something else it's uh I don't know it's interesting because nobody knows anything mm. about Shiloh you don't even know if it's a boy or a girl mm. and the voice doesn't help because mm. it sounds like it could be either either one it does. And I don't know, like the way that they portray themselves in every snippet, because like all you see is usually their mouth, mm-hmm. and that's it. Or you see them like playing the guitar, playing the guitar, yeah. And they're just like in their room, and yeah. every video, even without the music, it just feels lo-fi. Yeah. Because the video quality, it has like a lo-fi look to it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know they have like the fan on the background, and mm-hmm. it's usually like the windows, and they've got like a little bit of light coming in, and mm-hmm. it just feels lo-fi. It just feels lo-fi. Right. And. They're like speaking into the mic, and they're it's it's all like an isolated voice because it's like not the greatest. They don't have like uh they don't have it's how would I say it? it's it's more rough than mm-hmm. if it was like an isolated mic. 
mm-hmm. where all you can hear is their voice, but you can hear like static in the background just a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's like a yeah. like ambient noise. Right. So it, it gives it's, you. It's not. It doesn't feel professional. It feels. Yeah, yeah. It feels rough, like yeah, real. Yeah. Um, it feels like this is the best that I could do. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's it's perfect. I it's don't think perfect. it would be better if it was and, like, professional. Like, like I wonder, like, like. I wonder why that that feels so good to us, right? Like, like why? Because because people invest thousands of dollars into quality mics, into quality software, and yet these. Um, I have to introduce you to Cody Chestnut, mm-hmm. um, who he had this album, the headphone masterpiece. It, it may very well be one of the greatest pieces of music. I've ever heard. He recorded it um, in his bedroom, as I understand it. Into this was when you when you could make one of your like like the headphones that I have over my head right now. You can make one of these uh, like one side a mic, and he recorded this album into the one side as a mic. And bro, the shit that he did was nuts. And so it seems to me like, and I guess plenty of people do this kind of shit. So maybe the the quote unquote cream rises to the top. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, it seems to me that it feels better the uh, the raw and the more the less professional it is. Mm-hmm. When it's good, still like that that strikes way better than when it's it's good but it's high quality. Yeah. It just doesn't meet. It, it doesn't feel the same to my spirit, to my brain waves. Go ahead. So what I, what I would say is I've listened to many high quality songs that have really good production behind them mm-hmm. and are very clean sounding, mm-hmm. and they are supposed to portray another feeling that I could get from say X for example, because X is a lot one that a lot of people know mm-hmm. that does the rough sounds. Yeah. He doesn't. None of his music is really clean. That's not. No, how he does it's it. not mixed well. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, he definitely uses like a normal mic, and mm-hmm. he's usually per, like doing it in his bedroom or whatever. If you listen to his intros on both Seventeen and the Question Mark album, mm-hmm. the intros they're all messy. Like yeah. it sounds like he's just in his bedroom yeah. and he's like recording off of like a phone yeah. microphone, like it, the way it sounds. Yeah. Um. So that's probably the most well-known artist for the rough sounds mm-hmm. for the type of music that they make. Mm-hmm. And I would say that the type of feeling that he would portray would sound better that way than if it say was clean. Yeah, than if, if like Drake tried yeah, to do the same thing the same or thing. Yeah. like another higher artist tried to portray that exact same emotion but with high quality. Do you think it's just, possible for Drake to do a good lo fi album? Uh no, because of his voice. His voice just would not sound right on it. See that's my son, bro, because <laughs> Drake can never do a good lo fi album for as good as his music is. And I think his music is incredible. Yeah. He could not do a good lo fi album. Go ahead and finish your thoughts though. So, um, uh, what was I at? God. So you was, you were explaining, um, X and the sound, but we were talking about Shiloh. Oh yeah. Okay. So with Shiloh, um, I would say, I would say that the fact that it is rough, mm-hmm. the way that it, um, like the type of emotion that you felt from it was stronger because it was so... I don't know, I guess it was more relatable because it was rough. Because if it's high quality, you can't really relate to it because you don't have anything high quality Mm -hmm. to listen to or to uh, make music with yourself. Mm -hmm. So, um, and 
it's, it's almost like they're in the room with you, singing to you, like just right there with you, mm. instead of on stage or something, or on a album that just came out, and right. something like that. And I think I think it makes it better because they don't actually have like actual songs out. Like it's you have to go to Instagram or Twitter or something mm-hmm. to go look for their snippets. And I I guess that's just what makes it sound better. Is so, that so? But like, what? So when was the last time we, as far as you know, have heard from Shiloh? Um, 2016. 2016. 2016 was when they uploaded the last. It was actually a picture instead of a video mm-hmm. of like a snippet, like a snippet of a singing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was actually a picture of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they like covered their face with like their phone or whatever. It was like a mirror picture, and that's like the picture that everyone goes by for Shiloh. And that's the last thing that was ever posted on the account, and it was on Instagram. And that's the last thing we've ever heard. In my opinion, I well no, like from what I've heard, mm-hmm. um. I haven't recently been checking in on the story behind Shiloh. Um, I know other people do. Mm-hmm. There's a certain account, I forget what it's called, but there's a certain account that like really checks up on it. Mm-hmm. And I think they're like convinced. I think they like feel like they know that they're just still around, mm-hmm. um, like doing stuff. I'm not completely sure though. But see, like, like my thing is for as popular as Shiloh has gotten, even in the genre of lo-fi that may still relatively be unknown but there is a crazy fan base for it and i think shiloh shiloh has even though there are um incredible people that make incredible lo-fi music um i think shiloh is is like the um it's the representation of it it's oh yeah it's i think almost everybody will point to it you know what i'm saying And, and, and i am you know that feeling will be out at controller rise because um, they actually have like a, a little lo-fi weekly event in Atlanta. I'm going to go check it out. Make sure it's cool for shorties. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know what I'm saying? You know, we'll, we'll, we'll how you rock. Your mom going to be tripping because it's, it don't start till 1030 on a Monday night. Oh, wow. Yeah. But um, from what I've heard about what they do in there in terms of, it's like lo-fi everything. It's, it's lo-fi production. Uh, the DJs play lo-fi music. They color. They, they have like anime. They're really into that kind of vibe. They color anime pictures. I mean, it's really oh, wow. organic sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wish I could speak better to it. I just haven't been yet. I will, I will, I will be going. By the time y'all hear this, uh, I don't know. If, if, if it ain't been Monday, the... I don't know, man. Fuck y'all. Uh, um, as far as you know, when I did this, I hadn't been there yet. So yeah, we we may revisit this, but I think, um, but Shiloh, I give the like. I think every movement needs like a um, uh, uh, a frontman. A frontman. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's what Shiloh is. Yeah. And then like, especially when you start hearing, um, what people are doing with those clips. Oh yeah, like, so Shiloh is what got me into, like, I I keep on saying, like, all these other things got me into music, Mm because before this, I was never really into rap, and I was never Mm -hmm. into a lot of other music, I listened to, like, alternative and stuff, Mm -hmm. and then besides that, I never really listened to anything in in general, and it's crazy, because music is, like, everything to me now, like, I can't live without, I can't live a day without listening to music, even if I don't have, like, my phone or something, or a computer or something to play music, Mm -hmm. a song will just come to me out of nowhere, a song I've 
hardly heard and it's been a while and it'll just come to me and I'll yeah. just like sing it in my head or sing it out loud without even noticing right and it'll just come to me and I'm like I, there's always music going on in my head um <clears throat> so I would say Shiloh is what like besides Willy Wonka mm-hmm. like this all started with Willy Wonka mm-hmm. and how that got me to music how crazy is that yeah <laughs> and then uh I would say Shiloh got me to music probably the biggest because I remember I was I think we were, like, doing chores around the house, and mm. I was playing Shiloh on the speaker mm. in, like, another room mm. down the hall, and I remember I, could like, came out, and I remember, like, you listening to it, mm-hmm. and I remember what you told me. You told me, like, you're too young to be listening to, to this listen type to of that, music. bro. Like, 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 what is, like, like, what could that be saying to you? It's <laughs> yeah. speaking to me, but I got all kinds of shit, yeah. that, you know what I mean? And for you to vibe with that, I was like, bro, you ain't even... But, I mean... You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I guess you can't say, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like living, I, I, I think we do it in public so much, but living, make no mistake about it, is an individual experience. Mm-hmm. It's an individual experience. And whether you have uh, introverts or people that are extremely social, it is an individual experience. You live, you wake up, you go about your life in a very individualized way they don't necessarily mean disconnected you just you have your own perception you have your own way of of viewing what is happening what is going on you have your own way of taking in information you have your own way of processing that information and you have your own way of applying that information to your next steps your goals your dreams your aspirations or what have you so lo-fi in that sense in that particular sense seems very mature to me Mm -hmm. so to hear that it ain't nothing but kids that it came from kids you know what i'm saying like the child could hear it and 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 immediately connect to it tells me this living shit is hard for everybody Mm -hmm. it don't really matter what age that you at living is hard as fuck and as much as people gravitate towards the happy and party emotions, I think the what people may call the sadder or darker emotions more easily connect us all. You know what I'm saying? And that just could just be because I'm, you know, harder and sadder and darker and fuck your happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my vibe. But I think we kind of covered. Did we cover it all? Uh, for the most part. I mean, I will say mm-hmm. um, another thing that Shiloh did for me was uh i remember i was in science class in eighth grade or whatever and uh i was playing shiloh out loud it was like this one beat that was like on a like a really long loop like a 10-hour loop or whatever mm-hmm. and i was playing it in my science class in like the very back and someone overheard it and they were like oh that's the beat from 17 and i was like what's 17 and they were like oh you know xxx tentacion's album that like just recently came out mm-hmm. or i don't remember exactly when it came out but it was around that time mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, oh, you should probably go listen to it. Because like, I'd only heard the beat. I didn't know that someone wrote something over it. Right. I mean, I'm sure someone did. Because, yeah. again, it's all over the place. Right. But I didn't know someone had actually like written, like an, like an actual known artist had written something over it. Mm-hmm. So at that time, I went home and I listened to it on Spotify. And, I mean, that's another story for another time. Because yes, that's, that's my ex story. Yeah. So. yeah. But, I mean, yeah, Shiloh got me into one of my favorite artists. And into a lot of other music and then from there i kept track of all the lo-fi songs that i had heard 
I have multiple playlists that mm-hmm. I made myself of stuff that I listen to, and I don't I lo- I don't listen to the old stuff that got me into lo-fi too often mm-hmm. because it's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And the best part about lo-fi is when you first hear it, it's already nostalgic. Mm-hmm. But it's even better when you come back to it a year later because mm-hmm. then you get nostalgia on top of nostalgia, yeah. and it, it just feels great. <laughs> like it's exhilarating. Dope. So yeah, Dope. I think that's about that's about it. That's about okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, what y'all don't know is that this podcast has been a long time coming, long time in the making. Yeah. But I think the timing is perfect, definitely with the album. Um, you know, I, I I do hope to bring more light to that particular uh, genre of music, if I can. Um, but I, but in, in, in that, I hope that we don't change what that community is about. I like what that community is about. That community yeah. is underappreciated and undervalued and it it, it 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 tends to block out all the extracurricular shit when i go to these lo-fi playlists on youtube i don't hear shit about trump mm-hmm. good or bad you yeah know, like right no politics yeah. no it's just one-on-one it, right it's you like and, and, and it's you and 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 you are accepted for being who you are what you are what you believe what you think what you feel like i mean it's crazy but today we don't have too many spaces like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then even somebody like me could find refuge mm-hmm. in a, a yeah, lo-fi like, playlist. Yeah, because like lo-fi is known for having live 24-hour mm-hmm. uh, videos at mm-hmm. all times on mm-hmm. YouTube, whether it be Chilled Cow, Ambition, Bootleg Boy, mm-hmm. whoever it is. They they're always going to have something there, and always. there's always going to be somebody in the chat. Yes. So yeah. Yes, yeah, a big deal. Man, well, I'm good. Hey, Tone, I appreciate you. I mean, you might not have had no choice. I'm yeah. going to get your, get your ass here. I can record this. Um, but no, I, I appreciate the information, bro. I, I, I appreciate you giving it to me. It has completely evolved me as an artist. I mean, I don't know how many people can say that about their children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sure plenty of motherfuckers try to say that. Oh, you changed my life. Yeah, fuck out of here, though. Can you point to it? I can point to it. I can point to it. So... You know what I'm saying? But another episode, Fuck You On Me, man. That Feeling Podcast. Nigga, 10 albums before Christmas. I dropped my four. I didn't, I, I, I didn't did the dash. Now I'm going to get out the way. You know what I'm saying? Um, anything else you want to say to the people? Uh, I would suggest spending a lot of time finding new artists because recommended page is, again, trash. Yes. Um, so you're going to have to yes. spend a lot of time so looking for work. new artists. Um, if you do want to... Uh, find people who actually rap over this. Uh, Code of the Friends X has a few songs on Seventeen. Um, I guess Saba's another good artist. Mm-hmm. Um, no Name. Yeah, No Name. Good artist. Yep. Uh, Smino, another one of my mm-hmm. favorites. So those are just some artists that actually rap over lo-fi type beats. Yeah, stuff like that. Dope so, yeah. shit. Dope shit. And then of course you better fuck with my um, my Timmy Tony built from lo-fi. That feeling. You already know what time it is, man. Y'all be easy. I'll be right back on your whole ad, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Peace.